Welcome to today's retail podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm Sean Heath. Today's show conversation is with Olga Yurovsky. She is the CEO and inventor of a pretty interesting item called Shoperations. First off, Olga, how are you today? Hi, Sean. I'm well. Thank you. How are you? I am doing quite well. So here's what I would like to do. I don't really like traditional interviews. And what you, the idea that you have is so interesting. I want to spend a lot of time about that. So if you could just give me a brief elevator pitch about the story of Olga Yurovsky and how you got to where you are. Sure. Uh, so I uh, grew up as a marketer. I spent about 15 years of my corporate career in several different companies doing different marketing jobs. I actually started as a brand manager at Procter & Gamble back in Ukraine where I grew up. And then throughout my career, I worked for a tobacco company, a printer company, and then lastly, I worked for Conagra Foods, which is a major food company uh, where I did shopper marketing. And uh, throughout my career, um, I've never met a job that was so challenging and so frustrating, yet exhilarating as a shopper marketing position that I held at Conagra. Um, my job was very, very dynamic, and I loved the fact that I was able to go and sell and see customers and design new things that haven't been done before. Um, but the frustrating part was that it was a completely manual, inefficient, and there was a lot of um, administrative tasks that I was um, charged with. And a lot of my time, more than half of my time, was essentially spent in unproductive back office activities where I reconciled spreadsheets, put together one-pager one PowerPoint recaps, um, updated different stakeholders in the organizations on the status of things, and captured basic information on an offline document and sent to people. And it never stopped. That sounds absolutely horrible. It was. It was very stressful. <laughs> and I tried to solve this while I was still at the company. I, in fact, went to talk to IT, to different vendors, to agencies. But it's really um, not a thing that you can do as a part-time project uh, on the side of your desk. I realized that uh, building software and solutions is a very complex endeavor. Um, and there is really nobody out there in the industry who really knows what our needs are. Uh, everybody who does shopper marketing is pretty well compensated, and there is better things for them to do than take a risk and build a software solution. But I think I'm crazy enough to actually do just that. I think visionary is the term you were looking for. <laughs> I always wanted to um, have a way to know my numbers. And in fact, I was jealous of my sales team because they had a trade promotion management system where they could easily pull up status of the budgets, uh, pivot in many different ways, quickly report to management. And they seemed so buttoned up and so organized. And I always felt inadequate, especially when you're promoted to be a middle manager and you no longer do the actual work and you don't know the status of things on the ground. I had a tremendous anxiety about what is my team doing? <laughs> How can I help? And I did not want to micromanage them because they are very talented and capable, but my management wanted to know. So I had this middle management dilemma of what's my value here? How do I actually help my team grow and be more efficient? How do I empower them without micromanaging and constantly getting them distracted with the requests for updates? Uh, so that was another stressful period of my career where I started thinking really hard about what is it that I really want to do? How can I build on my existing experience and create value? Um, so one day uh, it dawned on me that I should probably just build it myself because there's very few people out there who can do it um, for shopper marketing industry. So you have this frustrating situation and you see a solution 
And then you take the very brave step, as you pointed out, to say, okay, this is what I'm doing now. This is my cause. This is my purpose. I am going to solve this problem. And from what I've been able to see, it looks like you pretty much solved the problem when you came up with this absolutely brilliant idea, Shoperations. Yeah, so Shoperations was essentially born out of frustration. And the vision for it was that I have to have a place where everything resides, um, all the data that I need to do my job and report and um, have things under control needs to be in one place. There must be one version of the truth where budgets, promotional plans, my calendars and artwork files and estimates are all housed in a very uh, neat and organized way. Um, the vision took a lot of change and evolved into something even bigger as I started working with very talented um, developer team. I found them in my hometown. Surprisingly, it wasn't planned like that, but it just stars aligned. And we have very talented UX designers who took my vision to the next level. And then we have a de developer team who's working with me full time. Um, they've been with us for two years um, and they've keep evolving the software. So um, it's been a collaboration between myself, uh, who is a visionary, uh, the people who know UX design and who can actually design very elegant and user friendly product. Um, and then my clients who are very grateful for it. They've been part of the journey. They signed up early. They helped us deploy. They helped us test and improve. And they're very patient and very, um, very gracious to us because we can always get better. And they see the vision. They subscribe to it. And uh, they're staying with us and renewing. It sounds like you and I have quite a bit in common. You use the word neat. You use the word organize. I know you're passionate about retail and shopper marketing. I happen to know that you like reading about how neuroscience relates to shopper research. And you also had this interest in technology and marketing automation. It seems like you've found a way to take all of these seemingly unconnected pieces and put them together in a very elegant solution. Is there something about automation that you see that helps make brand marketers' lives easier? Um, absolutely. And I don't think that automating a job or a specific function is something revolutionary. It's been done in many places. In fact, when you look at the consumer packaged goods industry and inside the enterprise, pretty much every single function has systems, tools, and automation already in place. Think about HR. They have PeopleSoft. Um, trade promotion management systems exist for salespeople. Logistics and supply chain also have ERP systems and uh, software that helps them be more productive. Marketing in general is so far the last place where automation happens, and there's many reasons for that, but probably one of those reasons is that marketing has often been viewed uh, in the past as art, not science. We did not have as much data, uh, user-generated data, uh, market data, performance data as we do now. Uh, so we had to make a lot of um, gut feel reactions and a lot of qualitative research rather than quantitative research. Uh, so people who came up with big ideas who were able to find a nugget of insight that drives a campaign and makes it a very emotionally uh, appealing to target consumers and shoppers, they were the heroes in the enterprise. Um, but people who are doing analytics, crunching numbers, trying to optimize that next campaign and squeeze the profitability dollars out of every little campaign, um, they haven't been glorified uh, because it's really hard to uh, get the data, your hands-on data, make sense out of it. Um, and bring it in in a meaningful way so marketers can do make decisions based on the data that exists today. Um, the 
the ways we market has changed in the last 10 years. We have so many more levers to pull. Um, the market has fragmented. There is a lot more tactics and different tools and different ways to reach and touch consumers and shoppers. So we are overflown and overwhelmed by data, but we don't have good frameworks. We don't have good methodologies, industry standards to actually um, align on how we should be measuring our programs. And there's tremendous number of silos within the marketing organization where large consumer packaged goods companies go to market um, seemingly together, but at the same time, they don't know, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Give you an example. Um, we actually had a client who recently said that they discovered that um, brand marketing team published a digital coupon. Uh, sales team decided to take part in a trade promotion, which included another digital coupon for the same brand. And then the customer is the one who discovered that there was a, st a stacking and double layering, and um, they were the ones who called out, and they called the shopper marketing team who didn't know about either one of those two coupon offers. So they felt really embarrassed, and they were wondering, like, how can we avoid the situation where we don't even know what's going on, and the customer is calling us and asking those questions, and we're not able to answer. Uh, what resulted is that the product was given away for free, and it happens everywhere. It happens a lot more than you could potentially imagine. So the silos, the abundance of data that's unstructured and hard to process uh, is what's driving this sort of uh, frustration for marketers. So, um, and I don't know where I'm heading with all of this, to be honest. Um, what was the question? Well, the original question was how automation is kind of making brand marketers' lives easier. And you have addressed that in the, the ability to know, as you said, what the left hand is doing. Uh, coordination and collaboration are requirements if you want to be successful in a data-driven industry like retail, especially going forward. You know, there's the different types of technologies that are coming out. Have you seen any technology that has you sort of optimistic or excited about the industry as a whole? Yeah. So just before I address that question, I also wanted to close out on the previous one. So automation, when it comes to marketing, I think what needs to happen is there needs to be standardization first. So people get on the same page and they call same things the same way. Even within the company, within one team, there's tremendous proliferation of naming conventions and people oftentimes don't speak the same language. And once the uh, standardization happens, all of those uh, processes that are happening today, they can be automated and uh, codified and put in the cloud so that the software helps you get rid of some of the tasks that you do today manually. And only after standardization, this is possible. So that's partially what uh, Operations helps clients do is sit down with their marketing and sales and analytics and brand teams and talk about naming conventions, hierarchies, struct data structures, so that everybody's on the same page and it's easy to translate uh, insights and data from one function to another. So Shoperations is a web-based collaborative planning software that you just mentioned that marketers can use on both sides, CPG and retail, and it helps with transparency, accountability, and it helps build stronger analytics. As you said, there is a mountain of data, but it's useless if you don't know how to organize it and do anything with it. And Shoperation appears to let you do that. So we help, we help marketers um, on both CPG and retail side talk to each other and talk within their organizations more constructively and more productively, uh, standardize their processes, naming conventions, their data needs and data inputs. So things can be reported automatically, rolled up and um, shared with different stakeholders automatically. So the reporting burden, which many people think that reporting is a marketing function, it is, it is not and it should not be. Marketers uh, need to come up with ideas and implement them 
um, and then figure out what works and what doesn't. Uh, reporting is something that robots can do. And I'm really hoping that we can bring that um, day when marketers don't even have to provide a lot of manual inputs into the system and um, they can just enjoy the suggestions that are automated or AI um, algorithms can provide. So as we build more data into operations about what happens with campaigns, how they perform, the uh, algorithms can become more and more sophisticated and we can do suggestive marketing planning where um, marketers will have to do sanity checks instead of completely coming up with things uh, from scratch. So the system will learn and build an, uh, on, on top of the previous learnings and will become smarter every day. As the systems evolve and become smarter, there are several other types of technologies that are coming. Do you have one in particular that you see that's really poised to have an impact on the retail industry as a whole? Yes, absolutely. Well, I think uh, there is enough data right now to really um, step up the personalization uh, for shopper marketing and marketing in general. Uh, we, as consumers and shoppers, we share so much information about ourselves with brands that we have an expectation that all of the um, touch points and the shopper journey will be very custom tailored to our uh, specific situation. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but there's a lot of promising um, technologies. I am very impressed with what Kroger does with their precision marketing platform. They have a very robust data set with the shopper card data. So they know a lot of information about the shoppers that come to their stores and how they um, buy over time and what categories they buy, how often and um, what else is in the basket. That data has been available in the past for quite some time. And it's been tremendously helpful for both Kroger and um, CPG manufacturers to win um, in retail. Now what's happening is they're putting together a closed loop analytics to help marketers um, target campaigns to specific shopper behaviors and then instantly see analytics and see the sales lift and uh, impact on brand metrics um, after the campaign was deployed. So I'm very impressed about uh, Precision Marketing Platform. It's something that we should be watching closely and understand um, what it means for other channels and how what's the dynamic between the retailer and the brand, um, how the power shifts and how the um, investments will be made in the future, uh, what sort of how to make it mutually beneficial so that um, it's equal and uh, fair and equitable to all of the sides of the um, equation. You bring up two very important aspects. The desire for marketers to be able to focus on idea generation and the ability of technology to handle the number crunching and these, so to speak, robotic tasks. Is there a good balance of old school creative and new school data driven approaches? That's a great question. I actually, I don't think that we should let the pendulum swing one way or the other too far. Um, I think future shopper marketer or marketer in general will be the a person with a very well-balanced brain. It's people who can understand big picture, who understand the importance of insights and emotional connection with the audience, but they also understand the complexities and the um, web of different mechanisms to reach shoppers, uh, optimize the message and optimize conversion and um, be data scientists at the same time. Um, there are very few people like that in the industry right now, but that is the demand. And that is something that I highly believe that this hybrid skill set is going to um, help clients um, and brands uh, win in the long term. Well, speaking of a hybrid skill set, you are clearly a thought leader. You recently wrote an article 
that was titled Six Reasons Why Shopper Marketing is So Tough. Just a very eloquent explanation. I think you really have an ability to to break down a complex issue to its base sort of elements and really get to the heart of what the real problem is and not what a perceived problem might be. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm not going to retell the article, but I just want to give credit to shopper marketers. They're unsung heroes of the CPG enterprise oftentimes. Uh, a lot of them sit in the field. They don't really go to headquarters on an everyday basis. So uh, they do their work quietly uh, with very few resources available to them. And um, it's a really challenging job for ma many various reasons, uh, but they do it really well. So um, my blog is dedicated to people like that who um, are in trenches, who are trying to marry the strategies, the brand strategies and uh, retailer strategies together and implement campaigns to drive extra traffic to the stores and build bigger baskets and let the brands win in retail, which is an extremely important thing because, as we know, um, traditional marketing and just um, generating awareness doesn't really work unless you have product on shelf, on display, available, and at the right price point. And getting to that point requires more than just um, negotiating on the um, trade promotions. There is a lot of expectations put on uh, CPG companies today to bring breakthrough insights, new capabilities, uh, marketing collateral uh, assets that will help retailers flourish and drive additional traffic and st stand out um, in the sea of content that's available today. So um, just wanted to um, send a word of support to the shopper marketing industry, which is a very challenging job, but it's very, very important. Well, I have been talking today to Ms. Olga Yurovsky, the CEO, inventor, and overall general guru for Shopperations. Olga, thank you so much for taking the time to share your thoughts with us today. We certainly appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again down the road. Thank you, Sean. It's my pleasure.